How many of us have them? Friends. Nine to five. 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 You know, the nigger thing. Yeah. Saying the word nigger. Oh, you've already said nigger. D is just like nigger. Well, Saying nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger. And starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a <laughs> okay. word right. like nigger. Especially <laughs> so wild super cool. I, I just, How long is that video? 30 seconds. Shout out to it. Shout out to it. We are here. We are black. It's Black History Month. Gang, gang, gang. Episode 184 of the 9 to 5 podcast. Can't believe you started the pot like that on Black History Month. Yeah. I wasn't sure. On Black History Month? Yeah. I, that's my favorite. Black History Month for every single day. Any small, minor inconvenience. On Black History Month? The really? light turned red on Black History Month. Wow. I had to wait two extra minutes for my food when I was like going to pick it up the other day. I literally wanted to tell them, on Black History Month? It's a damn shame. How wow. dare you? As a black man. I won't be back until March. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am your host, Brother Malcolm Sellers. You got uh, Brother Graham X, the 15th. And I am Martin Torrance. <laughs> Miss twelve, you look like you could be uh, your your grandparents' name are like Abernathy. Like you like you your, you know you have really like cool like your mom's maiden name is something cool. I feel like yours yours is like Abernathy. Like, I don't when, know. like on your mom's side, there is a cool like yeah. Yeah, like my grandmother's maiden name is D Bernard. Right, mine is Roebuck Jefferson. So it's a classic black. It's pretty black. It's pretty black. Pretty black. Pretty like you know. And I must say, it's very like. Torrance probably got like thirty-two black great-grandparents. You know, people are like, "How many black grandparents do you have? How many black great-grandparents do you have?" This black. Oh no, I don't wish. Uh, Not all (laughs) my. Not it's not all eight. Uh, What is it? No, not all eight. It's all um four grandparents, eight great-grandparents. Yeah, so it's eight. Okay, yeah. So not all eight are. Yeah, I don't think all. I think my grandfather's mother was white. Ain't ain't no pure blood Negroes out there. It's a lie they're they're telling to themselves. I got Indian in my family too. I do too. I got some Indian. Yeah. Some turkey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I do or not. That's why my shit is laid a little bit. I I don't know either. I'm just That's why you got that you got that Chris Konishi wall hair? You got that (laughs) What? You know, Chris got that that good hair. That is racist, Kyle. Uh, I guess you could say that, but <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. Chris Anyways, got that nice fine hair. He does have fine hair. <laughs> yeah, Chris has. Yeah, he does like a, a Italian, a nice. Uh, anyways, I was gonna say I'm. I can't keep some stuff. You got to edit later. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for this. Episode one eighty seven. Yeah. But anyways, uh, give us five star ratings. One eighty four. One eighty four. One. I'm pretty sure I'm dyslexic. Okay. I'm like 85%. But you sure. said seven and there's no seven that's on a there. Large, that's a large, like, it just, I just percentage. See shit. I just be saying stuff. Okay. That's what it say. But like, fuck. Have you gone to the optometrist recently? No, I need to go. <laughs> I have to go on this Black History Month. Views Express are our own and not Spotify's or anyone else. <laughs> Back. A place to be. No angry school parents. Um, yeah, no angry, yeah, nothing. No mask manufacturers, no COVID vaccine creators. <laughs> America's fucked. 
America is in a weird place. This is this is very s- scary. In the hood now, baby. Yeah, yeah. I need some love. Uh, yeah, black history fact. Uh, yeah, February 6, nineteen forty-five. One of the greatest reggae artists of all time, Bob Marley, was born in Jamaica. Yes. Ooh, Jamaica. Y'all been to Jamaica yet? Well, you been to Jamaica, Torrance? I haven't been to Jamaica yet. I have not. That's on my list. I've been a lot of. I've been in a couple islands, but I haven't been to Jamaica yet. I definitely see you like on a Jamaican cruise. With Can't a, wait. A bunch of like American people. Absolutely. <laughs> that was me when I went to Barbados. It was that. Nice. Yeah. I could see you be like a carnival's rewards member or something. Not a rewards member, but I did get on the carnival tour. I actually really, the carnival is really the ghettoist of experiences. Um, like it is the most ghetto. Um, like of all the cruise lines, of all the cruise on that. Well, I have only been on. To, I've been on the Royal Caribbean and the Carnival, and I just feel like Carnival is very like. It's like the spirit. Of, okay. Um, okay. Things, but it's an. It wasn't bad. Bad. Like spirit could be. So maybe it was. Maybe not spirit. Maybe I'm. I'm giving them a, a truly bad so rap. Maybe it's like Southwest. The Southwest, where mm. everybody, anybody can really get in there and right. have a good time yeah. and have a like whatever. It's, it's nothing you special got, here. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's not spirit. But when you're walking everywhere you go, like especially at night on the boat, just weed. Ooh. Just it's just weed everywhere, and you just, just it's it, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty intense. How old do you have to be to go to the Tom Joyner Fantastic Voyage? <laughs> I feel like you, well, could, you could go next year. I feel like Torrance if you needed to. Yeah, I, I think I, that, like, and I would enjoy it. So I that's know. and so that's what's funny. I know is that I would enjoy in my thirties. Absolutely enjoy the Tom Joyner cruise in my thirties. In my twenty, in my twenty twos, I would have enjoyed. It. So, <laughs> right. So at, let's at my, be very clear. At my twelves, I, I probably would enjoy the Tom Joyner cruise. Let's be very Y'all clear. Oh, this shit, Kyle. Yeah. Well, I, was also, I was raised on Tom Joyner every morning. Yeah, yeah, I was too, but I did not want to go to the right back at you. I do not need to see uh, Kim and oh, uh, I'd have been living. Was right. <laughs> it uh, Sade and shit. I, I'd have been two stepping with somebody, auntie? Absolutely, I want That's that. Disgusting. If I believed in going on cruises, I'd go on that one. You don't believe on cruises uh, ever in our, life. Our people got taken on a on a, on a horrible cruise uh, four years go. ago. Oh. I ain't going on no cruise. Put on my tinfoil hat. Oh damn. Kyle yeah. No, I just kidding. Uh, I don't know if I want to be stuck on a boat, even if it's like you get to get off and go. I don't. I don't want to be stuck. That on was a boat. why the cruise was so dope, is because we got off every single day. Like we went to St. Kitts, St. Lucia, St. Martin, like all these places. Um, there was only one day where we like were. Is it how possible or impossible is it to get left at the island? Oh, possible as fuck. Super possible. If you out here doing your thing. Yeah, they you give you like a last call you for get, when you're supposed to be back on the boat. Yeah, like, like you just got to know when, you know, what, I, and they like wait a little bit. like it, Grace period. Yeah, they have like a grace period for those people. Do they like sign you in? Like, yo, we, are you left? Like, it's you, like the... Um, no, it's not like, uh, not like a field, a field, a field trip. trip, not like a school field <laughs> Somebody's trip. Somebody's counting heads. Yeah. Like, um, uh, Susan said, cause some people will like go on the cruise and then stay there because they're from there or get on at a different point or travel to somewhere else. So you don't really know. Well, I guess that'd also be difficult because then they'd have to track who's coming off, how many people are coming right. off the boat versus right. who's staying on. Like if you stay in your room the whole time, they're going to come check every single room. Right. Like, it has, it has but they have a like scan. Who, so they scan your ID like they uh-huh, scan your right. like boarding pass like your card or whatever every so time you boring. get on and off I know it's so sorry y'all fuck uh, but I was curious and I forgot we were recording the podcast I know god damn <laughs> Whew, Ooh, okay, wow. this is the weekly news update I'm sorry yeah, I, I asked too many questions in the, in the news damn in the news um 
the infamous do rag store yeah. in Los Angeles is closing. Did y'all go yesterday for your last day of shopping? No, I didn't. I actually feel like I wanted to go for what a do rag to buy an eighty dollar do rag. Is it that really eighty or forty? Well, I think they're forty. They're, they're, they're cheaper than that, but it's like apparently yeah, great like quality. I think they're like forty dollars. I looked on their website when she started that store last year. And they but were I'm like saying $40. I think because it's clearance. I think I is think it it's clearance? a clearance. Is it? I mean, it's closed now. Yesterday was yeah, what I said, yeah, but it's closed. I heard she was like problematic. Is that what happened to her? Uh, yeah, I saw that she said some problematic things on the timeline from from time to time. Nice. Um, like there like was what? There was one post where she said that uh she would force her eventual child to like masturbate or something oh. like that. So because there's <gasps> like because I think that people look at masturbation and, and talking about sex with children. As like some weird like with your own children, yeah. As but some like, like, why negative would you fo- thing or whatever? You can have a conversation um, about hey, sexes. Yeah. You know, so like, I think people thought that that was very weird, and that was like the only specific like screenshot of an old tweet that I saw or whatever. But then I was also reading that like the store hours were super weird, so it might only be open for three or four hours a day, x amount of days a week and shit like that. And it was, but it's also like COVID, I don't understand. Right? No, it was on Melrose. So I don't no, I mean like I said during COVID. Oh yeah, yeah she yeah. opened it in 2020 yeah. in the middle of pandemic when yeah. most stores were closing so it just seems weird that you would yeah. sell do rags in a storefront yeah i mean it probably was a great idea when it started i could see that being small hours if like yeah we're not getting that much traffic mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. let's just minimize even paying people or me being here like maybe have a, a other a different job or something um that makes sense to me i saw something about her not like paying people or whatever too mm. so who knows i think about that kind of shit like you got a store for do rags and while i enjoy a do rag as much as the next nigga I feel like how, how many niggas okay. are really coming in here to get these do-rags as they paying the bills? So, for, for example, example, sorry, so one, one quick thing. So, also, like, you might not be able to get the color do-rag you want. So, one week they were only selling shades of brown do-rags. So somebody came in there, they wanted a blue do-rag for their boyfriend. They don't got no blue do-rags. They only had shades of brown. Mm. So, it'd be like random shit like that, too, where it's like... yeah. Your theme is cute, I guess, but in actual practicality, it's, it's yeah, you'd not have a, to have other things to make the store more sticky, like other yeah. merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe it's other, maybe do like hair, beauty supplies, products. Right? Yeah, do hair. Something because like it's that. so specific. Like I think about like like the grill store that's on Melrose, uh-huh. right? Like that shit is just grills, but those j- grills cost fucking right. so, like four, they cost so goddamn much. I mean, yeah, so it's like yeah. one person coming for grills. You got money, like right now. You also yeah. might be okay selling one or two grills in a week. In a week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's <laughs> not. I'm sure the margins are crazy exactly. on do rags, but still, even if it costs you four bucks, that's still only you know you sell ten do rags in a day versus one or two grills, like mm-hmm. you said. And I'm not buying do rags that often. No. I don't have. I don't wear do rags. Like I, I only wear them when I put like oil in my hair, so I don't right. fuck up a pillow. But, but like, I wear a three dollar do rag from CVS. Yeah. <laughs> But even still, I mean, if you even if you're like a a fashion do rag person, how many are you gonna buy a year? Like one or two, maybe mm-hmm. a year. You're not gonna buy that many, goddamn. I mean, I do know niggas who have a lot, all the so, colors right. and all the shades. Like but I, once you hit all the colors, it's like I, I'm good, and then I'm not gonna go back for more. And it's like the, the occasion of like, okay, like yeah. I need a new do rag because my last one ripped. Let me. Invest in something that may not. Like I don't know. I would just say not everything needs to be a storefront. Yeah. Online shops are perfectly fine. Because that would have been that would have hit online. It it did. She it, had an online store. And but then, then she decided to move into physical mm. and spend all that money. Like that's an expensive space too. 
Yeah, like it's not for for those of you who don't like live in LA or have been to LA. Like the the area where it was is like it's not a cheap place to be, mm-hmm. especially out yeah. a storefront. It's probably the and probably a, the biggest pandemonium, uh, biggest most active street for like streetwear, yeah. like mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. consumerism, like yeah. that kind of shit. Fairfax kind of used to be that, I guess. Right? I'd say Melrose has more though. Yeah, Melrose now, has for a sure. lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Shout out to. Black people, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in sports, um, Super Bowl predictions, Dan. Um, I predict that the Cincinnati Bengals will win. If not, we will start a riot downtown <laughs> L.A. Starring me. That would be crazy. A, a riot downtown. Would it, would, it, would it be, though? Well, actually, no, because if the Rams win, rioting makes sense. You know, like. White people love burning shit down when their teams win sports. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, that would, so that would make sense. So I guess you could also, if you didn't wear your Cincinnati stuff, you could blend in. Yeah. Either way, we're going to riot. So <laughs> um, if you're listening to this, if you're the, the police, if you are the authorities, hey, I'm giving you It is what a it heads is. Up. <laughs> we will be ruining Town Square. Uh, you will not replace us. We'll be chanting. Uh, I'll have khaki shorts on and polos. Tiki torches. Yeah, tiki torches is over with. Yeah. Torrance will be joining me. Oh, uh, huh. Looting. Well, a lot of looting. So well, much looting. Like I say, remember like when I you say. looted last time? I mean, you didn't talk about it last time when you looted when um during the protest last time. Remember that shit? I was like, Torrance, don't do it. He's like, nah, I need this fucking TV, dog. Bro, I'm starving. Had I had I actually looted, yo, I would be decked the fuck out, bro. Like just just twelve. You looted a couple size twelve you? Balenciagas, just, just <laughs> walking around the motherfucker. The sock just, just sock shoe, absolutely. Just like like shit I don't even like like. Even yeah. that just, it's there and it, it costs how much? Twelve hundred? Yeah, I can it's see mine. Loot, looting at the fucking grove. It's, it's mine. I wish. I feel like you type of that would loot at the grove, but also park there. <laughs> no, no, no. We all know Taurus has the escape route I for have the grove. Escape route, so don't fuck with me. I know that. I know that that place. But inside I guess that is a good thing. Taurus is great with escape routes for like. The planning process, so yeah. y'all be able to get out of there. Yeah, we will be yeah. successful. And I know a couple people downtown who have like some really loot. Or uh, never mind. So the Winter Olympics. <laughs> um, Did y'all know that those were happening? I saw I've it seen, yesterday. I've seen Zora. That's all. I've I've seen Zora doing her thing. Yeah, I saw it yesterday just at uh, brunch, and I was like, "Oh, the Winter Olympics! Wow, they're skiing. What's the best thing in the winter? Is it?" Hockey? What's the biggest thing? Like that people get excited about? Yeah, is this the snowboarding? Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe that. Or I like the big, like the big air type trips. I I think that those are kind of interesting. But I'd say hockey would probably be like the most. I guess. Like rah rah type sport. I. But even hockey is really only like a North American thing, right? Well, Well, European. Is it a lot of European people do hockey? Yes, Sweden's like the. Yeah, they they yeah, cold. Was, That's what they live in. I thought Russia. it was like Canada and like uh, our like the NHL on the women like on the women's side. It's usually just like Canada or in the European countries. But yeah, Russia, uh, Finland, yeah, Sweden, so. Norway, all mm-hmm. those cold ass countries. And they're like, oh yeah, we on the ice, bro. Yeah, they all play. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Winter Olympics not fire gear. A lot of kith drops. Um, Canada Goose is dropping something. Polos drop some stuff. I just I think because I don't care as much about the sports, I naturally don't have that sense of patriotism you get like during the Olympics that like fake sense of patriotism that Black people get. 
Uh, yeah, let, let me support America every four years. We, we also just sports. we also you know just I mean? had an Olympics too, so I, I yeah. feel like a lot of us forgot that we skipped that year for the mm-hmm. summer. And then I want to be very clear here: um, if we are up against uh, France, and there's a black woman on the French uh, beach volleyball fucking team, I'm rooting for her ass. Yeah, it's also yeah, we're weird. still rooting for black. We're people. still we still <laughs> rooting for black people around here. Like I get it, but like we still rooting yeah. for black people around here. It still so. is a very weird time to be. Patriotic too. I think yeah. that's part of it also. But I feel like we've never really given that much of a fuck about the winter. Mm-hmm. No, I would. I would like to understand the like curling. Curling so confusing to me. But they began hype. I would do the, yeah. this one. What's that one? Luge. The luge. Yeah, when they like lay yeah. back and they like the bobsledding. Go, yeah. They go really, really fast and shit. Yeah. Um, I always feel like that's pretty dope. Snowboarding will be snowboarding. I think that's probably the biggest, like the because that's so like similar to the what the X Games is, mm-hmm. um, like the Sean Whites of the world and stuff. So yeah. I don't know, but shout out to the Winter Olympics. Yeah, I guess. Um, in entertainment, uh, Kanye and Kim go to social media with their struggling uh, co-parenting experience. It seems um, it's very, it's very on brand. Um, <clears throat> I can't wait to see what Kanye has cooking up for us. Soon. The theme of this podcast is going to be: we need new famous people. Because this Facts. is getting sick. I'm In tired multiple of them. different levels, uh, what we talk about on this podcast, we need new famous people. And, but, and at but, different but levels say, of fame too. Because right. when we say different new famous people, I think people are coming out who are newly famous, but also like the worst people ever, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's be very clear: there are some people who I've seen pop up on my feed through the shade room, and it's been like. Who the fuck is this bitch? I don't. I've never seen her before, and then you're telling me that she got engaged. Why? What did she do? Who does she work for? What, like, right. why? Why would she be a famous person that will be on my radar? Right. But it, some of it is, is it is like different corners of the internet. Like, oh, these rappers, baby mamas, and stuff like that. That like yeah. actually knows. Like, okay, I didn't know. But but, but with the point I'm trying to get to it with this shit specifically is like one. What kind of? Why do? Why am I seeing? Every single thing that like happens, why are you tweeting about it? Also, it's like, bro, you the Kardashians were this machine when you met them. Maybe you made them a little bit bigger, sure, but they were already they famous were for being famous and, and being messy. Everything he rapped about on all the lights is happening. Right. Everything. That's, that's hilarious. Public visitation. I mean, borders ain't open no more, but I, right. they're gonna meet at a Barnes and Noble. Like, here's what I'll say on this. If you are not the primary custodial parent, realistically, your opinion doesn't matter as much as the custodial parent. Mm-hmm. You're not there every day with them children. Right. So, I mean, you can you can say all you want and have your opinion. And, of course, I don't have kids. So this is very easy for me to say. Are but you sure? you, I, Yes, I'm sure I do not know. have children. Yes, I do not have children. Um, but <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, I'm chilling, dog. It'd be you. Go ahead. What you about to say? Uh, but I'm saying, like, if if you're not there to make decisions every day, then like, you could only say but so much for the person that's actually there, yeah. putting in the work with those kids. So I mean, I think yeah, sometimes men do get a shorter end of the stick sometimes when it comes to this kind of stuff. But I think that it's Kanye that has taken this from bad, which is any divorce, to worse. Correct. Because Kim has done the Pete Davidson shit and that's whatever, but he's also done the Julia Fox shit, whatever. But it's like after every single 
disagreement happens. Like, we wouldn't have known about half this shit, about no. the birthday, but all this stuff. TikTok, You're all that shit. You're jumping to the internet like, to tell your personal business. Yeah. It's no very weird. That. It's just weirdo shit. It's very like, fucking weird. The only question I actually really have is, where was that um, Donda 2 the, that was supposed to drop on 2? Two, two. Or was it 222? Uh, was 22. Oh, I don't know. I, I thought it was 22. I still haven't listened to Donda 1, so I mean. There's some slaps in there. I'm not gonna I was lie. just but curious. I'm, but it's just corny, cornball shit that is like, uh as soon as you think you like and be like, okay, I can kind of fuck with Kanye. He does weird, goofy shit. And it's like, I, I, can, I don't think I can ever have that relationship with Kanye that I used to have. We're like, no, I appreciate Kanye. Like, he does cool things. And it's like, you're just really an artistic person. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate you from like afar. But that's about it. I will say the the doc, I don't know if it's a docu-series or just a documentary that's coming out on him on yeah. Netflix. I think the 16th of February look, looks relatively interesting. Ooh. Um, that so that that'll be probably interesting to watch, but you know his his antics are are becoming a lie. It's like, bro, you're you're forty something years old. Get your shit together, bro. Yeah, weird. It's weird. He's yeah. not well. Um, um yeah, that Tuesday documentary, I didn't watch it yet, but yeah, we could probably talk about this. I guess when we're watching, but um, maybe this the the inspired me as a black comedian in L.A. Um, it's like got me ready to just. I've already been thinking about ways that I can help create a room mm-hmm. for black people. And I'm new to LA, so I'm still trying to figure out what is what here. But seeing that, seeing how important it is for one to have a space for black comedians in mainstream rooms and how how it was a breeding ground for to give black people opportunities and look at all the sitcoms and shit that were coming out during mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. And and the really great thing they did with the documentary was also showing the amount of like casting directors and stuff that were around at that time and still around that would go to the comedy store to book talent. It just shows like those things go a long, long way. And I've talked to y'all even before Mike about some mm-hmm. of my issues is like being part of the scene beyond just like sitting behind a desk and like creating spaces is so, so, so important. Yeah. Um, especially when you're on the creator side you understand like what it takes and making relationships. Like you can't really make relationships behind a keyboard and no. like, a phone calls. You got to go see people. You know, it was for someone who just likes comedy and like listens to stand up a lot. It was super inspiring for me to watch just like yeah. all that black creativity and how much of a, a breeding ground it was for stuff that we ended up seeing on the big screen or on TV. Right. Um, also like just making sure that uh guy and Joe Torrey got their, like just do mm-hmm. like got their flowers. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you don't really see them getting their flowers for what they've done for comedy and for right. like black comics specifically. Like think of all the careers that were birthed. Like we said, coming out of that room, mm-hmm. coming out of fat Tuesdays or whatever is, it's crazy to think people were talking about, like they would ask multiple people, did you ever book anything directly out of there? Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, hell yeah. Like right. I did a set here and then I got booked for this movie or I got booked for that movie yep. that same night. Like, yeah, all this type of shit or whatever. So it was just super dope seeing that. Like, Guy Tori or is low key like a, a younger Clarence Avon, like putting people yeah. on and, and spawning all these careers and stuff wow. like that. So it was just super dope to see. Also, like the fact that this started in the early '90s when we were toddlers or infants essentially and ran until we were in early middle school, late yeah. elementary school. It's like super dope to see that as well. And then also, I I would have loved to have been an adult during the '90s. Danny and I were talking that. about that off mic before you got here, Torrance. But like that would have yeah. been so fucking dope, bro. They look like they were having so much. Yeah. Fun. I say that shit all the time. Like 
But you could afford to buy a house. Like, like what? House. I right. could take care. Of, like, I could actually afford to do shit. Like, take care of my family and take care of <laughs> <laughs> like, like like normal regular shit that like, you no think. social media is right. just like word of mouth, just vibes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, just a little bit toxic. A little to- toxic. Shit. L- okay. Little bit toxic. We little would probably be times. smoking Newports camels yeah, back right, then. Right. You know. Drinking yeah. a lot of Hennessy. A lot of R-bombs, a lot of F-bombs. A lot mm-hmm. of, yeah. But, you know, hey, mm-hmm. at least we can afford to <laughs> Living and learn. You're we right. can live. Okay, we can buy a home. Buy a home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we see black people on TV a bunch. That would be mm-hmm. tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like that nice mix of perfect world almost. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. A, kind of a, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of toxicity, mm-hmm. but that's fine, you know. Hey, it is what it is. A lot of a lot of loose pants. Mm, loose, a lot loose, of fabric. A lot of extra fabric. A lot of extra fabric. A Hard lot fabric. of extra fabric. Yeah, gold 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 jewelry. Uh-huh. Velvet velvet seats. Yeah. Um, yes, please. Honda preludes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, that was, it's on uh Amazon Prime. Uh yeah. three episodes. Hour, about an hour each. Can't wait to dive into that. I might do that today since I have some extra time on my You're hands. Not ver- ver- Excellent. Good. Uh, Power Universe has expanded. Y'all, Yay. Y'all, 50 Cent, Courtney Kemp, the people over at Stars, they done did it again. Uh, this weekend, they dropped White Power. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, sorry, it's called Force. Uh, is, but is it called Force? It's called Force, yeah. Because you can't name a show White Power. You can't. You can't. <laughs> that is actually like, so how, funny. How fast do you think White Power got stricken, like, stricken off the... It the probably, potential I'm sure titles. that was I'm sure that was on the <laughs> like, board. You know they whiteboarded. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it probably was down to this or white right, power. Right, honestly, right. I would have let it sit there for a little bit longer. Like, okay, what and and knowing the niggas who were writing on this shit and like making yeah, that probably went that went the distance. But yeah, Tommy is in Chicago. He's gonna take over the Chicago drug game. Nice. And then Power Junior season two ended. Uh, season two is actually very good. Uh, Tariq, you don't hate him anymore like you did during Power. So I actually think it's really dope that. 50 Cent, Courtney Kemp, who's the credited creator and executive producer of most of the Power Universe shows and probably should get more credit mm-hmm. than 50 Cent does. Um, I think it's just dope. That's four shows that they've created. Out of this of power and I do. And I love that. I now. love that black people and they, work. They in. keep it running, too. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, as soon as one ends, they bring in the next one. Right. Like, it's, it's giving very Tyler Perry. Had, they had BMF, right. and then as soon as BMF went off, they had Power Season 2. And yeah. then after that went off, they had Force. Like, they've all year round, you're going to see something from yeah. the Power Universe. And I think it's going to run for five, seven, ten years, probably realistically. I mean, yeah, even if it only goes a couple more seasons each. Like, if they each get three, four seasons, lot. that's a lot of TV. It's a lot of it's TV. It's a lot of TV. It's a lot of great jobs for great black people. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot I of writing lo- opportunities. A lot of writing. I love that shit. Do I love power? Hell no. But I love that shit. I haven't seen it shit. yet, but I think I'm going to probably drop one of these services and, and get stars. <clears> I, I would say that the spinoffs have been better than the late seasons of power. If that's like what you're judging it to, I would look at the spinoffs more of like how Power Seasons One and Two were when it was still like pretty top notch. Yeah, crime, that was interesting. Crime show, because I, I do remember because that's when I stopped after that. Like season three, I was like, yeah, yeah I mean, it still Jesus. it still has its moments mm-hmm. per se, but it's not like, like it's nothing like season four because like the, Power. the dinner scene was ridiculous to me. Like I only saw the snippet of the dinner scene, but that shit was oh, ridiculous. Uh, on what's oh, it? Power, Power Junior. Power Junior. Power Book Two. Oh, when oh, you didn't see the the no, clip. No. Oh, I mean, okay. shit, she's been going down, man. But yeah, nah, it's real yeah. dope. Anyways, um, oh yeah, Nick. Yeah, no, you said Nick down. Cannon. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's all these fucking kids. Oh yes, he's uh, another. It's just interesting. Another woman is uh, carrying his child I, again. All I'll say is this: at a certain point, regardless of how much money you have, it's not responsible to have so many fucking kids. No, the earth is ending. And no, it's and it's time. like you can't like how are you going to be there for yeah, your you children? Be, you can't be a present father with all those different yeah. baby mothers. Yeah, it's not like, possible. It's, it's, it's quite negligent. Right. It's quite negligent. It's like I can give you the money so you don't need anything, right. but, but yeah, like but that's not. But I also parenting. need a <laughs> exactly. I need, actually need a, need a father. Yeah, like, yeah, I need, I, need a, yeah. I need a dad. Where's my dad? Oh, my dad's Nick You're Cannon. Not my dad. I saw him uh, on TV. Uh, when did I see him? Like you know what I'm saying? Like because that's right. what it's going to end up mm-hmm. being. Like he said he was going to come, look, but them he's, kid, he's look, with the other twelve kids. Them kids no. are going to see their daddy four times a week on TV. The thing is, bro. Like and then on would, their birthday. It would, as a person who had a single mother for most of his childhood or good amount of childhood, like you can still be active in, in, in the sense or, or you feel like you're trying your best or whatever. But Nick Cannon's already working his ass off. Mm-hmm. If you have one kid, mm-hmm. it'll probably be tough. And I think some of his, I guess his Mariah kids are probably a little bit older now, but yeah. still like, unless he said, all right, all y'all going to live within, you know, 15 minutes of each other in LA or New York or whatever. That's like the only way it could even potentially work. And even still, it's still not going to work. And it's like, it's no. still at, at minimum a little bit negligent because it's like, dog, these people have to live the rest of my at least 18 years or however many years, according to like, it's just like, this is negligent. It's it like, is. And it's weird. It's weird because I don't know if I, I, I'm like, damn, my father is so fucking embarrassing, y'all. Like, it's Nick Cannon, but he's embarrassing the shit out of us. Having all, now I got all these sisters and brothers. Don't get me wrong. Great. But like, God damn. But also, know? like, God damn, like, my inheritance is getting shrunk up. Okay. Right. Each but time I, I, also, but I, also, <laughs> I also kind of blame, also kind of blame. It's gonna sound fucked up, but like the women too, because it's like it takes two to tango, and it's like they're probably of course. they're probably saying, like, "Look, bro, I'll, I'll give you this kid. It's a check. You'll be more than fine, and you know I'll be quote unquote active and loving, but at the same time, uh, I'm not gonna be there every day. You're signing or every up. or even every week. You're signing up to be a single parent, and I, I'm very, I'm really curious. A rich if that's single a part parent, of the contract. Correct. If there's like a contract that's like written, I wouldn't be surprised. The way he's doing it, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of like formality to it. To be honest, yeah. But it's it's not it's a nasty game to play, bro. Strange. It's given like well, no, no, I'm not gonna have a whole basketball team soon enough. I'm not gonna, especially when you don't have to do it. Like I could see if if it's with one or two, you know, baby, my you just you know like. Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers, yeah, Philip no, Rivers. Philip Rivers had like nine kids. Yeah, like I, all right, you got you know, same one or two chicks. Or Tyson Fury has hella kids. Like mm-hmm. cool, we got you know one or two chicks pregnant. You just rolling all the time, getting it in, <laughs> y'all paid up, so it doesn't matter. Sure, have a bunch of kids, but just these random like IG models. It's just, it's just look. It's, 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 it's it giving experiment. Back, it's it goes back to the whole premise of this podcast. Famous niggas, we might need a couple new batches of them. yeah yeah love nick cannon and his contributions 100 percent, right but that's the the funny thing about all these people kanye Mm -hmm. joe rogan yeah well nick Nick cannon Cannon. was in that fat tuesday doc too fat tuesday gave nick cannon his career these people people have done amazing things that have pushed a lot of things forward we're gonna get into joe rogan in a second but But just like politicians it's time for them to retire Mm -hmm. or just like (laughs) fade into the background chill but anyways um the last thing is let's put it to what we're watching i guess because okay all right fine all right different pieces of television 
Um, this podcast is brought to you by Baby Mothers and what's, what's wrong, Tony? Nothing. I just caught my breath. I didn't know what you were about to do. I was going to say something sexual. I and you, your face made me stop. Stop. See, this is why I'm here. I think. Uh, so, so God brought you from that crash. <laughs> I think, like it was one of those like. <laughs> So like, that's what God brought you from that crash, so you mm-hmm. can save me from. So I can save you from the bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, topic of the day. So, uh, as is recording this today, the you know, in the jokes of Joe Rogan saying the N word and stuff, you know, a lot of artists is, is two different sides. It's a lot of artists and people saying, um, "Hey, Joe Rogan's you know racist and all this kind of stuff, and this is bad, 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 bad." A lot of his homies and friends, other rich comedians saying, I know Joe Rogan, he's a great guy type shit. And Spotify is kind of in a lose-lose situation because either you kick him off and a lot of these other popular podcasters that are rich that are on Spotify are going to leave. Like now I've seen some of them say that. Mm-hmm. Or if you keep them on, you kind of get more of the common folk and maybe even some other famous people, artists, whatever, being like, I'm not really fucking with Spotify. So it's really interesting how, you know, endorsing. I read something about Spotify, some C-level person saying exclusivity does not mean endorsement. We don't necessarily endorse endorse Joe Rogan, what he says. There's things that I don't agree with, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a cop out. I think it kind of does to a degree. Yeah, when you, when you give someone $100 million, it's an endorsement. Cause, Bro, you know, <laughs> it's like, that's like saying a TV show, you know, NBC doesn't endorse whatever happens on their tell, tell it's like at yeah. a certain point, especially if it's program, not live TV, it's like, dog, you okayed this. This went through mm-hmm. at least you should have done your, layers of yeah, approvals, your due shit. diligence, at least at some point, it kind of is at least at some level. You can't just say there's a platform. Like, I, but anyways, my, my thinking is a couple different things. I want that's interesting about this is one. It's as a creator, you cannot um, make it to a certain level and make, a lot of money and take certain things that, that come with being popular or pop, but then also still act like you're just little old me. That's still Danny from Cincinnati or Joe Rogan from Boston, whatever the fuck you took them M's and you took all this privilege and money and success. So don't, you have to take this other shit that comes with it. Absolutely. Stop Don't try to divide the two because you're not like me. Mm-hmm. You have a, 15, 20 minute on home somewhere. You drive, you know, whatever car you want to. You're good. Your kids, your grandkids are good. Yep. So don't try to act like, oh, I just started this thing with just, you know, a dollar and a dream. Maybe you did. And yeah, that's, but that's not where you are now. And that might be the brilliance of what you did of, of being an early and starting and making this thing huge. But don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining because it's like, you're not that person anymore. Correct. So that's one thing. What do y'all think about that? I, I agree. I, I think that one... Spotify giving someone a hundred million dollars is a clear, um, what's the word we were using? Um, yes. Yeah, thank you. Endorsement of, of a, of a product, I guess you could say. Um, and then to Joe Rogan, I mean, you're a grown ass man, bro. You in your forties. I think you can't sit here and say that, that using incendiary language 70 plus times across however many episodes that you didn't know what you were doing, even if you were using it in certain instances right. or contexts. Like, let's be real. You're a grown ass man, bro. You're not a 15 year old. It's just like when um, a kid wins the Heisman or 
a kid when they pull up his old tweets from when he was like 14 or something like that. Bro, you were doing this in your 30s and 40s. So it's it's hard. You can't. I, I refuse to shoot bail to a grown ass man for for something that they said. Um, and yeah. Spotify, like you said, Spotify is in a tough position right now because they can either side with the creator, which is essentially what they're doing so far. Kinda, yeah. Or you could pull back. But there's pluses and minuses from a business perspective on both sides. And it, it another th- kind of side tangent, too, is that we have to stop. We have to remember now in this world of digital like light web. 2.0 and going into 3.0 is that there's never like this oh we were we were so early we didn't know what we were doing like mm-hmm. there's tweets that I've deleted like ooh I should have never said that them tweets that was kind of wild mm-hmm. and text messages I probably have that if I ever go f- get famous they're probably going to come back like ooh I should have never said that um, so don't think now that we are moving into the metaverse and all this kind of shit that you're like ooh I was one of the first ones to be on the metaverse so I can say all kind of wild stupid shit yeah nope like just just get that out of your head. Even if it is you and eighteen other people, that's still that shit's still on wax. It's still on paper. Um, what do you think, Torrance, about all this? That first part in general, what we just said. Yeah, uh, Spotify. I I let me start off by saying I really enjoy Spotify. Like Spotify is my favorite streaming like music platform, and like same. Uh, Podcast platform, like I, I really enjoy listening to pretty much. I don't everything even use. Spotify. I don't use Spotify really. Really, barely, barely. I don't pay for it. I barely use it. Yeah, I, I pay for it and I use it. Like it is, I'm constantly on Spotify all the time. Like I don't even use Apple or iTunes, um, like podcasts or anything like that. I go straight through Spotify, but, um, it's difficult because. Um, it, I mean, it's not difficult, but it is difficult from a business standpoint. But when it comes to just giving someone uh, millions of dollars uh, for what, you know, some would call, you know, and many would call hate speech on a very uh, like granted, no matter how out of context it is, you saying that over and over again, like like you yeah. said, this this. There's no context you could have said this where it's like, okay, cool. And then saying it in multiple episodes over multiple times. Like, the, like no, you're not a dummy. You knew exactly what the fuck you were doing and you were getting away with it. You were going, you were going. Nobody calls you out on your shit. Now people are. Now you're like, oh, I'm deep. I'm, uh, it's the, what do you say? It's the most shame I've ever felt in my life for anything I've ever spoken or some, some bullshit mm-hmm. like that. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Yeah. Like you've been it's, saying it's this only shit because ta- you got caught. That's it. <laughs> the thing, the thing I'm called out. And, it, and so I've been seeing a lot of comedians, mainly rich white comedians that have benefited from like the Joe Rogan universe, like stepping in and like I'd stay with my friend instead of my friend. And it's like, and some some have been black too. Ashley Larry, Donnell Rawlings posted something too. And I think I tweeted about it today. It's like I have friends that have been wrong and and been like, you're my friend. I still fuck with you. But you're wrong, bro. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay too. And that's been like the weirdest thing to mm. see these people. It's like, bro, why are you just why are you automatically going to stand with my friend instead of just like calling your friend out and being right. like, bro, that's not okay. Cause as a comedian, I get it. There's plenty of times where we're at a show or before a show or waiting on a show or just kicking it in general, and we're all just like round robbing, shooting the shit, roasting on each other, whatever, and we say things that are like not appropriate to be said. 
in any other setting. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. And that goes back to sometimes being early on something. But some of these these niggas was dropped not, you know, not in 2010. Like, that, you know, so it's like you kind of I give you a, a smidge of bail, but not really because you knew your platform was already big at that point. Because and if I'm a, even in those settings, I'm not trying to hear no white boys say nigga around me in, in, in general, regardless. Yeah. So that's, you know, the bail that I would have given you. It still doesn't really make sense in that way. But then also, it's like going back to the people what they're saying about him and supporting him is, I do I think Joe Rogan is a like bigot and like racist? I don't think so. But that does not still mean that you're still not very wrong and also part of the problem. Like I go back to a lot of my teammates from Elon team members. Where those four years, it was like these people came from all over the world, you know, Boston, Arizona, Florida, all, all kind of country ass white boys, North Carolina. And that was the first time they may have been really around black people. And we were brothers. We were we were homies. We were road mm-hmm. dogs. And then some of the shit I've seen since we graduated of when Trump was out yep. or even some of them actively having podcasts, like talking about racist shit and like Floyd, George Floyd stuff. And it's like, and then other people kind of like being okay with it or rocking with it or liking mm-hmm. and retweeting it. It's like, ooh, okay, were, were we really that close? Like, you know, if I see you at homecoming, you're going to dap me up or you're going to, you know, retweet or like my post or whatever. But at, you, at the same time, you're still kind of like complicit and okay with someone saying like very hateful shit about me as a black person. So do I think those people are racist and bigots? No, but they're definitely part I, of the problem. I don't know. I think that those kind of people would be the definition in my mind of a bigot and a racist. People Maybe. who are like, oh, but that nigga, he's a cool nigga. But those other niggas who I'm thinking about, that I feel this mm-hmm. way and about may, them. And, and that's why right. I feel like with Joe Rogan, like I there's not a doubt in at least in my mind, right? Like I'm not saying he's a horrible person. Not saying he's any I don't know the man, but I do know a racist and a bigot when I hear one who's like who who will talk about uh who would discuss people in this way, like and like mean it, like and yeah. honestly mean it, like right. Th- there was one of the clips that he was just like, "Oh yeah, we got out the car." I was like, "Oh, it's Planet of the Apes in here. It was apes everywhere." Da da da. Like you know, <laughs> uh-huh. and everyone's like, "I was like, oh, so you're like, this is what you like. You're like, th- this is funny. This is good to you. This is shit that you are." Yeah, because I mean, that- there doesn't have to be a level of um, like violence or like a level of hate. To to be like a bigot or or a racist, so I yeah. think like there's there's like tiered levels of racism and, and bigotry. A hundred percent. So do I think that he's like a a Strom Thurmond like March like Tiki George Wallace like spray khakis. these niggas with hoses? Racist or bigot? No, no, right. But he's like a lesser degree of a of a racist and a bigot in that sense. Yeah, yeah. but I think maybe me saying do I think he's not is is diminishing my feelings about it. Mm-hmm. I still think that he's very wrong. And maybe I don't feel like I'm articulating the proper word that I want to give him, the category that I want to give yes. him. Yeah. But at minimum, at minimum, he's a part of the problem. Because I do feel like people that are, like like team, my teammates, for example, I mm-hmm. see a lot of them, they're not really hanging around niggas like that after mm-hmm. we were teammates together. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, like we was the only black people you met before and after. And it's like, you barely... 
you know, you so it's like yeah, y'all y'all are friends out of convenience, right? Out of yeah, so like, like okay, I kind of do understand and see see why you think this way because you really was not really fucking with me to begin with. I feel like, but to your point though, in your point, yeah, I mean there there is a level of racism and bigotry when you say certain shit. I also have a thicker skin of like jokes, mm-hmm. of like. The Planet of the Apes shit, that's that's what up. I was that's it's what I was about up, to say. But I've also said fucked up shit to even you. I was like, ooh, yeah. I shouldn't have said that, but it's like whatever. That's why i that's why I was saying, like, I get where you're coming from from a comedian standpoint of just being funny or thinking something is funny or just being on that like that uh that banter of just like going back and forth and quick hitting and shooting from the right. hip and just like whatever. Right. I get that shit. I really, really, really fucking do. But the nigga stuff is wild to me. I'm not gonna lie. The that's, nigga, like, it's, it's, wild. it's all this. Stuff. I think the biggest thing that we have to understand as people is that all this shit is a spectrum to all the stuff that we go mm-hmm. through. When we talk about. Mm-hmm. It is like the Planet of the Apes thing. Is it that funny? No. And is it offensive? Yeah. I'm not like overly like up in arms about it because I've said wild shit about Asian people and white people and and Kyle all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, you know, you you know, there's another clip about him talking about you know black uh, dude was mixed and well, your mama's black and your daddy's oh white, yeah, yeah vice versa. Really be black so you got the best part. You got the right. Yeah, like it's it, like, but but it's it's not funny, but it's also it's like but no, but it it kind of it comes it comes in this way like because even in that clip, I believe he said like oh yeah like oh so you get the best parts of both words like the smart the 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 brain of a white man, right? But the body of a black the body man. of a black man, and you know, I'm not saying black people, black men are dumb, but they just like different, right? They like different. And like, I, I'm like, it's I'm just, like, bitch, what the fuck are you saying? It's like, just it's one of those it's things. The, it's the shit that he believes, though. Like, even saying shit like that, it's just what, like, to say some dumb shit like that out your mouth, yeah. Like, that's, that's what just you like believe. A, that's just like a very like weird like. Like, bro, you were born in, like, what, the 1970s, 60s? Like, that's a weird, like, 1850s, 60s way of thinking. It's Get Out. It was literally Get Out. I was like, when he said that shit, I was like, oh, so you, oh, it's Get Out for you, homie. It's it's lowbrow type. Like, it's not not that clever. It was just like, it's anytime, you know, you say you drop an R word or F word or whatever. It's like, it better be something extremely clever when you're saying it for Mm -hmm. you to, you know, use all this social currency for a word it better be a lot of reason and purpose behind Correct. that or yeah. unless you just want to drop it for the shock value of that so like i said i am on the side of comedians being able to say certain things that normal people can't say in normal settings but at the same time niggas also need to be held accountable and it's okay to be like you're wrong and you shouldn't have said that shit mm-hmm. whether it's this even the going back to Chappelle shit is like I still look at Chappelle in a high regard from like a comedic standpoint, but his last special just wasn't that great for him to be talking about trans people for an hour. Correct. It was very <laughs> like it's, uh, yeah we yeah, talked I, about I this already. On, but, hey, I grew up on Chappelle. Cool. Chappelle still is one. Of, I would you know he's one of my I don't idolize anybody, but he's one of my really true like you know influences. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to be like bro, like we probably shouldn't have been talking about trans people for an hour, especially when the 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 vehicle we got there was like kind of weak yeah you know it's like it wasn't it didn't give us anything it didn't enlighten us and it's like it was it, those, it just shows yeah. these, these comedians mm. it's been interesting for these people to like you can see they are rich they're getting money and they're losing they're forgetting how out of touch they are mm-hmm. it's like but you interact with 40 or 50 people in your lifetime for the most part now like other rich comedians your your assistants and that's all you fucking interact with and your guests on your podcast. 
you don't really you forgot you're forgetting what it's like to be 29 yeah 21 33 or even a regular joe schmo having a job right you know work hustling having kids like the price of milk all this shit that comes with being a funny comedian that and the jokes come from like these people they're forgetting that they don't know that and it's like whitney cummins tweeted something about you know comedian's job is to be this philosopher and all this kind of shit and then um mark Marin replied like don't forget to add funny <laughs> you know, okay. just like don't forget to fucking be funny. Like, right, like we 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 sometimes I feel like we're taking our jobs a little bit too serious sometimes. Like oh, we need to be like Dave Chappelle and talk about stuff. We should, and a lot of my comedy is about current events and social stuff. It makes you think, but also I got to be able to say like fat white bitch jokes too, or whatever. You know, just just mm-hmm. dick jokes or whatever the hell, because that's also part of my job just as much or more than me being. A fucking poet. Yes. I'm not a poet. I'm a comedian. Yeah, correct. So it's it's just um, and and that's another thing. It's like you know, where I stand on it is like, look, you could say whatever the fuck you can you gonna say, mm-hmm. say it, say it to the, sing it to whoever's gonna listen to your shit. Um, and this goes back to what Ndiaye was saying. It was like, look, sure, he gonna say what he gonna say. He gonna be who he gonna be. I just don't want my money to go into his motherfucking pockets. So take my shit off Spotify and um, I would just have people need to stream my shit elsewhere. Like, that's just it. And she's like, you you know, artists, the backbone music of Spotify is the breadwinner. It is the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cash cow. You're using that money to then fund mm-hmm. and pay for somebody who has views that you're saying, oh, we don't endorse it. But you're paying him millions of millions of dollars, yeah. right? So it's it's just it's just like I don't look say how because people people going to say what they're going to say regardless. But why do I have to pay for it? And it's funny. Know? It's funny too because I saw another comedian, this dude Andrew Schultz, white guy, and he was talking about this is just a hit on Joe Rogan. It's a hit. I'm like, yeah, it is. People, there's there's an obvious energy to get Joe Rogan, whatever you want to call, it, canceled or whatever. But the way in which that you kind of finesse through that and get through that, I think if you're a creator, is not to be so like out of touch every attempt. It's like own up to your shit, bro. You know, like, and I think the first one, the first kind of acknowledgement he made about the misinformation stuff was like decent, whatever. But it's been months and months of him going on his podcast, kind of shitting on everybody in the mainstream media and all this kind yep. of stuff. And uh, I fucking, you know, do everything except for what Dr. Fauci says and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, bro, you, you keep that same energy to a degree though. When you were thirsty to get all these people with contracting opinions, contrasting opinions of what kind of was the flow. And it's like, you wanting to be so right instead of just like, let's all kind of figure it out. Like, if you have to wear masks for a year and a half to kind of figure it out, so be it, bro. It's not the end of the world. Right. Or we need to get vaccinated once. It's not the end of the world. Do I want to get vaccinated again? No, but if I fucking have to, I'm going to do it. And I think that's an okay stance to have rather than saying, I just need to be right and the mainstream media is wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, who gives a fuck if they're right? They're probably going to be wrong. I don't think, if you're watching the news and thinking everything you see is perfect, you're a, a jackass. No, I and, say they're wrong every morning I watch the news. <laughs> right. The, weather, the weather's wrong <laughs> yeah. most days. So why the and, fuck do we think? And even to call it a hit, is like, you know, when I think about hit, it's like, all right, 
or or the way that they're probably saying like, oh, they're out to get him or whatever, right, like yeah, that kind right. of vibe, right? You brought this energy to your, your own yeah, doorstep. but like it's not like oh, we're out to get you. We making up and we're fabricating all this shit. No, right, the documentation is right, here, bro. Is like right, that too. That, that's why I'm like, you can't call this something that it isn't. Just because you're like, oh, I like him and I may agree with him, yeah, you, or that's my friend, like you said earlier, it's like, no, nah. you can't start the fire and then get mad when the fire department comes to put it right. out. Right? Because there's been so much energy yeah. that Joe Rogan's been given in the universe for a while about just like anti-mainstream, anti-this, anti-that, mm-hmm. and after a while, when you are continue to be just kind of wrong and like half-ass apologizing because you're not that. No webcam podcast anymore with a thousand listeners anymore. No, don't you're in this big ass house because you're not that. So yeah. stop acting like yeah. you're not. Mm-hmm. Even on this podcast, I have to edit stuff and watch my mouth sometimes because I know now I know like oh bro like this could mean something. Mm-hmm. I can, something something, something bad could happen mm-hmm. if I say a joke that's a little bit too far left or right or whatever. Yep. So it's 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 the part of growing up and like being more notar- notable and like being in the space. So I. Th- I, I have a question for y'all. Um, do and I feel like I know the answer to this, but do, do white children just get not just not get taught that there's consequences for their words, like what they say? I mean, I think I feel like growing up, we we've very much learned very quickly, like, oh, let me see, if I say the wrong shit, I might get popped. Or I, th- I think it's talked about in a different way. I think it's talked about yeah, I mean, in a different way because their consequences are all have. Or lesser, yeah, historically been lesser. You know, you back in the day, you whistle to a white girl, you get killed. Yeah, you know, whereas they they didn't have that inherent like that history. Yeah, because you're saying like because like every time like we see something that just pop up, they're like, "What? I, there's consequences for what I say? Like how? I'm right. only speaking to a million people every time my episode comes on, and you guys are mad that I'm telling people to take her in right. or whatever the fuck that shit's called. Right. Like, and even if it like it's 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 just interesting because. You made this bed, dog. You chose yeah, to talk about it. science and shit when you're not a scientist it. all the time. So, like, there's re- there's educated PhDs that find things, oh, this is kind of wrong. But they're in the trenches every single day trying mm-hmm. to find the right thing. So for you to be someone who just, just reads books and tells dick jokes, why, like, why are you trying to, like, come back give so much of this energy out to come back when in reality we're all just trying to figure this out there's do i agree with you know being double masked up forever and getting boosted every six months no do i believe in not wearing a mask and not being vaccinated no it's all most of us 90 percent of us are somewhere in the middle of all this shit so stop trying to like get put that energy out that like they're wrong i'm right i'm Mm -hmm. here to find the truth and everybody else is wrong this is not like most people don't watch the news except for Kyle. You know what I'm saying? Most that's people, facts. That's true. They like really watch the news. No, they like, don't. They get like, the news from the internet, right? Or from random podcasts. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but the, so, so and it's so funny. These podcasters say that they, they just want to control Rogan because they because he's uncontrollable and they he gets more views in the news. Like that, that just shows you alone that people don't really give that much of a fuck about the news. Like Correct. I, I kind of get a general premise of what's going on in the world when I see the news or watch the news, mm-hmm. but. As the black person specifically, I know anytime I see Fox or CNN or, or whatever, MSNBC, like it's going to be tainted. Yeah. It's going to be the information we have right now. Somebody might have got shot four hours ago and it's breaking news. And that's that's that. Like it's just the information we know now or yep. anything. So it's just an interesting thing where I feel like a lot of these 
out of touch people are going to bat for their friend, but it's like, dog, you white person rushing to support your friend when he obviously, like you said, on paper said a lot of wild shit. Mm-hmm. Why, why aren't you also just being like, hey, I support Joe. He's a good guy. I know him, but he was also wrong. And that's, we've all been wrong before. If, if they, if they said that, I would respect all these people, honestly, more mm-hmm. for, st- for like, yo, this is my nigga. Cause like if it's, if, if any of us did something that was fucked up within a certain realm, like, Ooh, yeah, Danny Damn. did some kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like you would still like go to back, like, yo, I still fuck with Danny. Right. Exactly. If, you, if you told a problematic joke on stage, right. We would probably be one of the first people to say, Danny, we would, first of all, we would tell you, we would be like, nigga, what we would tell fuck? you, but right. then and also publicly we would say, mm, that wasn't a great joke from Danny. Right. But <laughs> he's also a great comedian and he just it was just a, a bad joke. Person or whatever. Yeah, like, like it was just a, it was a really bad joke. And he knows that shit. We told him that right. shit. Yeah, like, like it's and that's what I mean. Hard. Like, it's not hard to hold your friends accountable, but that takes a level of uh ownership. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Like you have to own up to that shit, right? And <laughs> you want to be that friend that's like, oh no, like you know, the world is against you, so let me not, you know, be against you, too. Like, that sort of thing. But it's like, no, bro, you sh- shut the fuck up, this is weird. Dummy. Yeah, this weird, like, yeah. cancel culture Ugh. thing. I hate the term cancel culture. I'm going to make a skit about um, slave owners tweeting about cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, you said... Like, <laughs> you, imagine, you know what I'm saying? It just hit me. It hit me, like, a couple seconds after you said it. Because I was like, mm, that's fuck. What? Because that's what you... <laughs> That's what they sound. That's what a lot of people sound like now. It's like, bro, it's okay for us to evolve as people would not want to use certain words or Correct. say certain things. I've not always been the most uh, great person when it comes to a lot of shit, mm-hmm. LGBTQ stuff, whatever the fuck. Like a lot of us grew up yeah. in a lot of toxic kind of, and that's fine for for me to say that, and I, and I can sit in that. Yeah, but because I, I also consider it because I've done the work on my mentality on my friendships on my lifestyle to be a better person Mm -hmm. so it's like for these people to act like oh this like like and joe saying something i think it helped him a little bit his apology was bullshit it's like it could have been 60 seconds y'all i fucked up even in out of context Mm -hmm. like he still kind of put some of the blame on people Putting stuff out of context. Yeah, it, it, well, it was I taken said, out of context. If I said if I said the word the f word seventy times on this podcast, I could be reading you know the fucking transcripts from RuPaul's Drag Race. It doesn't fucking matter, dog. I shouldn't probably say that shit seventy times, mm-hmm. even if I had seven you know a thousand episodes. I just like should not say it. It's not that hard for me to be like the f word or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if I did say it back when I was twelve or yeah. thirteen. Yeah, yeah. It, it, okay, you know what I'm saying. Not especially when I'm 42 on a podcast. Exactly. When I shouldn't, I know I shouldn't be saying. And you it. and you do it when you like, know better. And you know better. Like right. and you've known better, right? Like it's. I want to be very clear here. Like you said, 70s, right? Like you were born in the 70s, bro. Like it's not like it was a time where, like, no, it, you knew that it wasn't something that you should say, but you said that shit anyway, yeah. just because lack of consequences. Or, or thought about those consequences because it wasn't really a thing to you because when you are privileged, it's it, there aren't really real right. consequences for people like right. you. I just, I, I know we're going, kind of going in circles at this point. I just relay it really back. It's been weighing on me because if, if 
I feel the same way about some of my quote unquote friends that I've had, you know, especially in college and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, bro, like I thought we was a little bit cooler than this. I thought we bonded a little bit more than this for you to be like, nope. <laughs> like retweeting and tweeting and endorsing some of the wild shit I've been seeing you say about like yep. oh, there's this great people on both sides, bad people on mm-hmm. like bro. I'm not a fan of fucking Joe Biden either, but let's not act like we didn't need to get rid of Trump for right. all the shit that he said. Like, you can't, you know, it's just certain things. It's like, dog, come on, bro. Like, really? We're going to just ignore all this stuff? Like, you're going to tweet or put a post Instagram picture of you and Joe Rogan because you're black and say he's a good guy, but you just ignore him saying nigga. Would you let him say nigga in front of you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As a black person? Like, that's my biggest thing. It's like, bro, like, just stop taking yourself so fucking serious. You're a comedian. You yeah made millions of dollars. Congratulations! We, I want to be just like that. Mm-hmm. But let's yeah, not just like you. Yes, yeah, like like, <laughs> like that. Like with, that. with the millions, right. we love that. But just like get out of your fucking own asshole mm-hmm. and think about what the what what they're saying and mm-hmm. what you're doing in the bed that you made. Yeah, we we volunteer to get on this little bitch ass microphone and talk about whatever. So if somebody comes for me and says, yo, Danny, like on episode 14, you said some gay shit or something about some gay people and I was fucked up. Woo-dee-woo. I got to be like, bro, I'm so sorry. Like, I shouldn't have said that. And that's and like, that's it. That's, <laughs> and, and be genuinely sorry and about actually, it, and, yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, right? Like, there's a genuineness that needs to come with it. And there isn't much that can be said, at least to me that it's gonna show me that joe rogan isn't in my mind a bigoted motherfucker who just is not the other thing that we haven't really talked about here is even if you don't want to apologize you can just play the fucking game you could give yeah. a public apology that sounds super sincere. Oh my god! You don't have to actually believe it. He has not really yeah, paid like, attention you, to his ancestors like, at you all. Just do that. They were like, really oh, good at you faking know what, this shit. You guys, I fucked up. That was my B. Yeah. I'm gonna work to be better. Right. People will forget about this in two months. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I, I, to your point, <laughs> at minimum, you're thinking in a very bigoted and racist way. Yeah, like I said, I don't think I ever. I try to I try to relay some of this stuff to me in the LGBT community. I never felt like I would ever harm somebody that was gay or like mm-hmm. purposely put them in a position that made them like really feel lesser than or whatever. But I'm sure the things that I said or the way I reacted around people or or you know, different phrases that I might have said or jokes yeah. might have probably made these people feel some kind of way, and that's how they feel. Mm-hmm. So. At the end of the day, I can feel like I'm still oppressed and black, and and I am. But at the same time, I could do a lot of damage to somebody else that's also having a different pan of of problems Correct. that I don't have. Mm-hmm. And that's those, those two things can be very very true. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just interesting to see how people are reacting to it's just like being wrong and evolving. We all have journeys to grow. Yes. But it's how you own that journey is what I think truly is the um, the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anything else from our panel of Negroes Mm-mm. on that topic? <laughs> I wanted to really talk, spend a lot of time on that, and we did because it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't want to be an out of touch rich person. And I think about that a lot. Like, I won't let you. What, what does yeah. that look like, right? When people really, really make like 
because we're talking millions here, right? Yeah. We're talking a um, of them. yeah, like like <laughs> money that like like you said, grandchildren and children. Like it, it you are fine. Like y'all are covered truly. Um, if obviously if you, whatever, like there should be no reason for you and your family to want anything for generations, right? So, what does that? How how do you live? in this new way now right like mindset wise i know we're 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 pushing time but i'm just saying in general just like how do you not disassociate right like at at what point not saying that i I feel like i will be fine because i'm just like of how i I grew up and whatever i I think you have to stay around people who keep you grounded i think you have to so for example uh People, a lot of people who send their kids to like private school, mm-hmm. like black people who send their kids to private school with a bunch of white kids and stuff like that, they'll have them do extracurriculars where they're only surrounded by black people. Mm-hmm. So they might not be getting their dose of blackness Monday through Friday, but as soon as they leave school during the week to go to sports practice yeah. or they're doing some random activity on the weekend, they're around their culture. Mm-hmm. They're getting that on like, they're, you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're infused with that. It's like the little kid on... Uh, Little gifted kid on Abbott Elementary this past week. Right, right. He was like, hey, it was all white kids. My parents wanted me to be around black kids or whatever. I think you have to stay grounded with those people. So regular, schmegular, degular people. Maybe you're not standing around the people who, who are a bunch of fucking billionaires every single weekend, but the people who ain't got money or your family yeah. or something like we that for, where it's, yeah. you, you can't, where you don't forget what it looks like to be on that we side, for, essentially. We forget how much. Uh, not a real place LA is. Mm-hmm. I was talking about Ashley. I was getting my, my bike fixed up, whatever. And I went right across the street to um, uh, body shop, whatever. And oh boy was this Mexican OG, you know, whatever dude. And he was just telling stories about having a motorcycle and shit. And like, he wasn't even going to charge me. Like I'm like, cause I had already bought the parts. I just fucked up the screw. I warped the screws. So I couldn't do it myself. Mm-hmm. So I already had the parts. I'm like, y'all can y'all just fix me. I'll pay you whatever. And he was like, nah, you get yeah, whatever. And I came back and gave him, you know, a couple bucks, or whatever. But it was just like you forget that there's real people here, or just in the world that are just real people. They go to work. They've been working the same place thirty years. Mm-hmm. They fixing cars. They doing this mm-hmm. and that. And they don't give a fuck about. Oh, you're this famous. What show were yeah. you on last week? Right. And don't I, give a damn. And I'm in this rat race now, where I'm like, dog. I'm every show. I'm. Oh, this person has this many followers. This person has that many followers. They're on. They're on this TV show. They're on that TV show. They're on the whatever, whatever. I'm just little old me, and it's always a fucking dick measuring contest. But then you, when you go home for Thanksgiving or you go fucking uh, three hours out, you grounded you're again. You're a regular ass yeah person. You you're grounded get, you again. Don't get roasted. Sorry. So, um, long story short, it's just uh, it's to your point. It's easy to get kind of caught up in yeah. Oh, the, 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 the. like if you like if you at the core of who you are as a black person, a, a, a nigga, you're not gonna let no white boy say nigga in front of you. Nope. And and it just be like, <laughs> okay, cool, right? So so why are you over here? The first thing you say, I'm staying with my friend. It's like you sh- you you can stand with your friend. I don't like I said, I don't think Joe Rogan doesn't like black people, but I think to your point, he's at least thinking in a, in a bigoted and racist way. Mm-hmm. I think you can do both. I've seen both. Oh yeah, where people those those two can let's, coexist. Let's, let's be roommates. Let's ride together. Let's do all this shit together. And we're homies, but I can also like kind of think you about know, you be okay with some racist mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, okay, that's you know, this is a, a reality. But I don't know. It's Nastiness. it's it's a lot. It's a lot of different layers to it for me specifically because I've been in very white spaces and had teams mm-hmm. and teammates and been in these melting pot situations. Same. Yeah. Nope. 
We've all we've all been in there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you watching? Um, Reacher. Uh, it's a new like spy. I kill everybody type show on Amazon Prime. Super dope. Watched it in two days. Hmm. And then um, we need to talk about Cosby. It's a dope oh, Cosby yeah. documentary series by W. Kamau Bell on Showtime. Um, it's super interesting. I've watched half of it. Um, it's a very nuanced conversation looking at kind of his history and how he ingratiated himself to American culture, not just black culture. Um, so it's like a, a lot of interesting facts I didn't know before about him and his career and his nastiness or whatever. Yeah, dog. Uh, these docs are coming out that are pretty interesting, but I'll probably pass on that because I kind of know how it ended. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching uh, Murderville. I watched uh, the I first to watch episode that. of that. Yeah. I, I actually like it. Uh, Marshawn's is hilarious. I'll just say that. Um, it's it, I like the premise of like this. It's different. It's interesting. It's so, it's, so, it's, it's unique. It's, because I really don't like the sort of like, uh, I don't know, the, I was never a fan of like the, oh, we're going to go out in the public and do random shit to people and see yeah, them. Like, yeah. I hated that shit. That shit drove me crazy. But this is so interesting because most, all of those people are actors and except for the person who's like, I mean, right. they are, but the guest, like they're yeah. the guest or whatever, but they just improv in the entire time. Yeah. So it's less of like, I'm fucking with real people who ain't got, who, who really don't have time for this shit, who have their own problems. It's like, no, we're creating an experience for them. But I'm also like, I'm uh, fucking uh, with this person who signed up for, yeah, for this. Like a true murder <laughs> mystery type yeah. of, and we're creating it. And it, 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 I think it's very clever. Yeah. And I appreciate the different, yeah. the, the, I'm not a true crime person, but I do appreciate the, the cleverness. Of yeah. It. It's so fucking clever. And it's, and it makes you think, right? Like certain things, like certain ones, I was like, Oh, I, Oh, I got that one. I know that person did this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's, it's cool. It's cool. I like it. Um, yeah, that I was watching that Fat Tuesday joint. Uh, y'all watch the Janet doc? I did. Where yeah. is that? Where's that playing? Lifetime. Like, Lifetime, okay. <laughs> it was on Lifetime. I'll download uh, that app and try to watch it. Yeah, yeah, no, Jan- <laughs> it was it was good though. It was really good. It was really great insight into Janet and like how uh, she had to go through life being in the shadow of her brothers and but then also being in the shits, but also being very quiet and like just whatever like and and having people try to make the decisions for her. Was it a docu-series or was it like a a singular doc? No, no, no. It was a series. So it was, I think it's like four episodes, three, four episodes of it. It's really great. It really did make me be like, oh, damn, Janet. Yeah, I've been saying people- Like, I always knew that Janet was, but like, damn, Janet, that's kind of tough. I've been like seeing people tweet about it, but Mm -hmm. I've been looking on like all my streaming platforms and hadn't been able to find it. So I thought I was crazy. Who's- Who's from the Black Daddy Hall of Mount Rushmore? I think Joe has to go up there for sure. I feel like he was too toxic. Yeah. You talking about real life Black Daddies? Yeah, real life Black Daddies. I think I think Lamar Lamar Ball, Joe gotta go up there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Serena's dad. Serena's uh, Richard. Yeah, Richard. Richard. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. That's, yeah. Those. That's a strong like three. You, I think to be on the Black Daddy Mount Rushmore, you gotta be like ultra problematic but also yeah. like you clearly love the fuck out of your kids but right. you guys i would also say was. matthew knowles the way that he did Ooh, destiny child and beyonce because yeah. beyonce oh is be, like that is it and because got, of and that you got solange too that's pretty mm-hmm. yeah decent, decent, that's decent what i'm career. saying like it's decent career. was he toxic though yeah he did some shit okay nice. he did some shit to them that wasn't like you know so you, the best so you got um, joe lavar matthew matthew and, and richard 
That's a pretty a decent. That's shit. a strong. That's black a that's dangerous. a that's a that's a successful like young group of Mix. folks. Like the, you, yeah, right. <laughs> like you yeah. know what I mean? Like you have some successful motherfuckers if these are these are your advisors. Right, right. But, but like a balance though. You can get, you know, a lot of discipline with Joe. Yeah, childhood's not yeah. gonna be great. Your no. childhood's probably going to fucking suck. <laughs> um but you're gonna be a star. But guess what? Or the you're greatest. gonna have yeah. and that's why I always t- I talked about this the other day. I was just like after watching Jenna Doc, I was like shit, like, you know, my child, like I want them to be successful yeah. so that they don't have to want for nothing or anything like that. Like you just gotta be mean for like 10 years, but like, but, but also like it's a great balance, right? It's a good balance of meanness, right? Yeah. It's the, I'm mean because I know you got greatness in you. I ain't gonna let up on your ass, yeah. but also let's go get this ice cream too. Right. Cause I love just, you. you be like, like a, yeah. Balance is important. You gotta be like a bad person for like six to 10 years. Yeah. From and like, then once they like, develop it, from like five, five to yeah, fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, your child, look from the ages of one ish, two maybe when they start really walking and talking mm-hmm. to ten, like you were saying, they should they shouldn't be on firm ground of whether you you like them or not. Honestly, yeah, like, yeah, they, well, I feel true. like two too young. I feel like it, it, once you hit that five six nah, year I mean, old, I mean, where look, you like, no, oh wait, no, because we I need to see start, talent now because no, no, you start working on fine motor control early, especially if you're working on somebody in sports. Yeah, I, yeah, I, nah, let's let's get that racket. That but Tiger Woods, at that point, you swing that, you having swing a little that fun. Golf club. Like yeah. if you're two, three, four years old, you having fun with it. Oh, yeah. okay, I see talent yeah, but, here. But we're gonna now, put that. We're gonna put that tennis racket in your head, or yeah. we're gonna put that golf like, club. I feel in like your when head. they get to five, you can I can actually like work you out. I can like, all right, I can yeah. push like six, yeah. seven. And we can like, we're gonna never going. I'm gonna push you to the limit, and you yeah. can't leave until I'm, I'm done. until I'm done. And then it's, we're it's gonna, gonna be like, it's gonna be like China. Right, you can do that. Yeah, exactly. Feet binding, all that kind of shit. Well, no, I was gonna say like when they have like. I was gonna say when they have like those rooms huh? of like eight hundred kids who are all doing like the same tennis move like an oh, yeah, hour. That. I'm sorry, yeah, for that. an hour straight. That. That's what I was. That's what I meant. Ah! I had to get one joke out. All right, this is episode one eighty four of the Nine to Five Podcast. Deuces. Thank y'all for listening. Peace. Bye.